the Happy Hour Podcast with your host, Joel Fleischman. Hello, welcome to episode number 20 of the Joel Fleischman Happy Hour Podcast. Today I'm with Justin Bryan and Timothy Mueller, formerly of Blinker Construction and Building Systems, now of course with Drexel Building Supply. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank Let's you. Let's get us started. Today we're sponsored by Keeper Moving Light Lager. Made out of where? Madison. Madison. Gale Asylum. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so light. it's a regular beer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we didn't get any. We were trying to sponsor uh, Central Waters right out of Amherst there yeah. by you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lighter beer. Um, but they didn't send us any free beer, so I guess we're free agents. Send us free beer, we'll drink it free beer on works. air. We'll have to work on that. Every time. <laughs> right. Are you hearing me, Central Waters? <laughs> or anyone, really? Anyone. <laughs> We're not shy. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's like a it, bush light of Wisconsin. Yeah. You like to keep her moving, guys? Yeah. I think I'm always moving. No, the guy, the guy. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. He does some funny ice fishing. He does. Yeah, he's a good guy, funny guy. Um, so let's go Packer games right away. So we're just wrapping up the Packer game. Where'd you guys watch it? At uh, Friends. Not. Justin Blinkers, actually. Oh, Justin's, yeah. yeah. Friends. And Melissa. And Friends. How's that your house? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, Holden. How was that? It was good. Everyone's yeah. kind of. You're, so your TV upstairs is a header TV downstairs. Oh. And we knew something either good or bad happened. We heard Marcus jumping up <laughs> and down. Delay. Yeah, yeah. And so for, for the end of the game, we had we said we told Marcus, Marcus, come down here. So oh, you did bring him down. Yeah, That's he was probably down. dying to come down by you guys anyway. That's great, Holden. Tim <laughs> at home. At home. Just the four of us. Yeah. 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 It was low key, serious, focused. Mm-hmm. So if you thought of this, right? Packers weren't, but you can do Wisconsin or you can do Packers. I prefer Packers because Wisconsin has so many heartaches in ten years. I don't even want to go that far. Mm-hmm. Rate, rank this, and now it's recency biasy, which means recency biasy. Holden means yeah. you rank, you know, what happened recently ahead of other historical events. But of all NFC Championship games, or all Packer games that are in losses, where does this one rate? Hmm. I think it's up there. I mean, I really felt like we. It was ours to win. I agree. Um, and we were the better uh, team. I thought Green Bay was a better team. And they just made more mistakes. Yeah, I don't more think you get past to me. Even though it was an away game and we weren't the favorites in Seattle, that Seattle game's an all-timer. Mm-hmm. I mean, in ten years we've been talking about that one. I'm not sure we're talking about this one. That's the uh, onside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were. I mean, we were. We were popping champagne, right? Yeah. Not not the not the Hail Mary, the Bostic. Okay. Onside kick, I think, is number yeah. one. But we had so many things in going for us. With uh, location, um, oh. I mean, coming off of a great... So hard pre- to get there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was something. Other than the fan, you know, base could have been more there. I mean, we did what we could work with, with, uh, yeah. I think, 9,000 or whatever. Had to be way with. more than 9,000, right? Yeah. yeah. At least they made a lot more noise than 9,000. Right. Yeah. They give those plastic things to... Yeah, I wonder if they're going to stay with that, because that <laughs> made a lot of noise. Yeah, it did. Yeah. That's interesting. So, uh, big, the thing, you know, the one, not one of the... One of the main reasons we brought you on, which, which, is, which is up in my head somewhere, now there's seven months, seven or eight months past the announcement. So let's take us back. So you're at Blinker Construction, Blinker Building Supply. 
building systems it was called mm -hmm. right and you guys were there how long 16 years Tim five a long time yeah. a really long time this coming February will be 17 in this industry yeah okay for me so and where so were you before in, he was in middle school when they hired him <laughs> yeah right he looks that way yeah <laughs> they, they, he'll be good ID in 10 they, more years they, I don't look that way exactly <laughs> well hey it won't be like I'll be having that haircut you know in my yeah, yeah. Um, the club. right um so uh I was uh first job out of college was uh managing batteries plus well, you said 17 years in industry, which is Batteries Plus, wasn't So where were you before Blinker? At Batteries Plus. Oh, okay. So that, that's, that's, that's where I started out of college. Okay. And then from there, there was five years, six years or so at Batteries Plus, various okay. positions. And, and you came right to Blinker. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So, so what, did you, what did you think of Drexel? Career. What did you guys think of Drexel prior to this? Any awareness of it? Like, honestly, what was your... Just thought, like, I heard the name Drexel, I thought X. Or you didn't know anything about us at all. It was a building supply I mean, I knew that it was, you know, building supply company. And that's probably not as direct as... You had, you had a general out. awareness, sure. but you didn't right. know. Right. Good my, you my, never ran into us. Didn't matter at all. I think me, the first time that did. I seen you, uh, your presence was at uh, Golden Sands Golf outing oh okay i wasn't there but but the uh, meaning, was, meaning the right, team yeah right. the logoed uh you know uh suv or whatever that and and, and i yes. was like and, and you sponsored a hole or whatever i'm like okay you know because we we did pretty you know we sponsored a hole and we would do something fun like that i'm like yeah. these guys are it was like a little higher temperature yeah yeah it was like compared to i mean Clearly, the the realm of everyone else, our company, you know, I mean, yeah. it was like uh, they're bringing. They're at least on some a level, like somebody's yeah, thinking yeah. about something that's not no. just a bunch of old white dudes right. that are crabby about being there. Yeah. Nothing against old white dudes. <laughs> um, but that made just a little different vibe. Sure, that was did you, the. Did you have any awareness besides that, really? No. That uh, that was the, the first, and, and, and the, the second would have been. Um, my dad uh, had a just a, a, a small shed burned down, and uh, we work a lot with with Chris Leary of Modern Builders. Or my dad, you Modern know, Modern Builders. Modern it's Builders, okay, yeah, yep, okay. yep. And uh, so Chris was, you know, a long time Adam Kramer's. Uh, oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That way, and Shout and, out and Builders, Adam Kramer. Yep, yep. There you go. There's your plug, Adam. Yeah, you owe me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, I saw the trusses open. I'm like. Oh yeah, I know that. You know, I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're you know, I'm, I was thinking to myself, it's like, okay, they're 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 definitely in a league of their own. You know, it was like, I'm glad we're 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 working with them. I'm like, Dad, you're going to be fine there. I mean, Chris is awesome, you know, type thing. And and we weren't doing that. You, you guys know, we, were, thought, we were doing. You guys never thought of yourself as a lumberyard, right? So it was, I, we're not you know, like that. We're not going to penalize the you know per se or offsite right. construction. Um, right. And now you, you guys know. were not using the term offsite construction like right. we do now. No. 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 Right. Panels. Panelized. Or component. Or yeah. component, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason we do that is, I, I think, and in case everybody doesn't know that, you know, we do offsite construction because, mm -hmm. in my opinion, or the company's opinion, I guess, however you want to say it, a little bit of both, uh, panelization didn't work. That's been out there since at least the 70s. Uh, same with components. Oh, yeah. Same with automated. Like, it's not really automated, it's not really components. So offsite construction is a system. Uh, to me, panelization is just literally putting walls together. Mm -hmm in a factory, and the easiest thing to do on-site is putting walls together. So I'm like, you're not saving anything. Off-site construction is building the pre-mail stairs, the floors, the windows in the walls, 
um, you know, and tying the trusses in with it, obviously, um, has to be done that way mm -hmm. because that's the only way you get the savings. So I like the term, we like the term offsite construction. Again, you guys know that, but. All right, so you're la la la, life is great, and you have a meeting that day at the, what is it, the, the auditorium? Jensen Center, the which Jensen is a center. community center. Yeah, yeah, community center, nice community center, really nice people. We were there, I think, the prior week to scope it out to see if it would work, or maybe not, maybe it was just the morning of. So I'm in the back, right? <laughs> I'm in the back. Say, I'm in the back, like the out of yeah. The so they're like, okay, you five can sit back here, right? People are kind of like sort of mulling in, and it was like great. Like we're like we're just giggling, but we're like nervous. And yeah. then I can hear Jason making the announcement. This is when we're taking over or merging with Blinker, right? Well, then so it's Caitlin, I, and Andy, and Julie. Sorry if anybody else was there. I think that was us four, and uh, we're just hanging out, and then Jason starts talking. And all of a sudden, I can see his voice. I was just going to say, that was the one thing I noticed, too. I'm like, Something, he doesn't break. Right. Like, yeah, that guy that is cool, cowboy. calm, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I call yeah. Jason Cowboy for those that don't know, because he, he is a cowboy. <laughs> it's, it's a great nickname. <laughs> he is the cowboy. Yeah. More ways than one, right? Um, so, yeah. So, so that's, my, that's what my recollection of it. Like, that's the announcement. So you guys sit down and t talk me through that whole day. You had found out the night before, right? Mm -hmm. Right, because mm -hmm. you had been there a oh, long you, time, yeah. legacy guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. No, we never <laughs> right. talked about it. Hey. <laughs> right. Yeah, Jason let a few uh, not key people know. I can't right. use that term. No, I remember him saying But a few people that were there, like legacy customer, like legacy people, he's mm -hmm. like, I need to let a few people know. Sure. So they don't just literally just it, run out of the it, room. It still was, oh, what's the word? Dramatic, or not dramatic, that's not the right word. It, 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 you could just pin drop oh, like yeah, I mean was, in, in the other room and, and even knowing whatever it was it was still it was I remember a, a few people laughed like, with, like they were like oh yeah cool well, funny story because they, they <laughs> weren't they were in disbelief right yeah. right it was a big shock it was a big shock you know yeah. and you could just tell like well we need to go home and process this sure. because we didn't you know what you know a lot of people didn't know Nobody what to say like right yeah what questions you have right um yeah, that's all I remember about it. It was dead <clears throat> silence. After Especially that. a stable family-run business, and right? That's, mm -hmm. that's why it was so family, you know, they had been, it's been theirs for so long, mm -hmm. and they were so invested in it. Um, it. It wasn't like, nobody thought it was something that they would ever do. Right, that's a good way to yeah. say it. And I, and I think nothing that was just like a flip of a coin decision either i mean the sure. amount of uh conversations that were had i'm sure behind the scenes with their family and to to get to that yeah to that to that point yeah of, yeah uh, yeah including you know. i mean I, I don't know if you guys know this story but it's good for the podcast you know um we had been as you guys know already is really about three to five years um it all goes back to actually i we, the trust companies the roof trust companies we worked with mm -hmm. about five years ago i all met with them and said hey what are your plans for expanding into walls and floors and offsite construction and roofs. And love the, the suppliers we work with, they're, they're great people, they still are great operators. Um, they did not have that vision for their company, right. uh, which is tougher because they're a manufacturer and they'd have to sell it into traditional lumberyards. So that would have been a tough, I can see why they don't want to invest in that because mm -hmm. how do you force the individual lumberyard to switch to that, right? It's too far a gap. Um, so they weren't interested. I'm like, okay, we're going to have to do this ourselves. So that's when we got a hold of 
Steve Shemansky and the, and the fellows in Little Shoot, and because um, they had a great brand, great reputation, and a great name. And um, actually, Steve would remember it if he's listening. Shout out, Steve. Um, I talked to him a couple times as a as a customer. I said, Steve, what's your guys' plan? Like you're. You know, you're not old, but you're not, you know, you're uh, 50s, you know, what are you guys doing here, you know, like, I'm like, like, I buy this from you, you guys do a good job, and he's like, ah, like, no, I'm serious, so it ended up working out, Uh, they had four partners, and we ended up doing that, and then that was going to be how we got in the walls and floors, Um, I mean, it was just, I was like a catapult into that, Sure. so that's how it it started, and then, um, I'm like, wow, we're going to have to do a, you know, a lot to get off the ground floor. So we're like, whoa. But we're totally motivated to do that. And then my dad, out of the blue one day, and my dad's always been wise like that to me. Sometimes it like hits me, and then I'll like, digest it, and then I'm like, okay, he makes a lot of sense. He's like, well, what's up with Blinker? Why don't you just buy them or something? And he just like drops that, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't hear great, I don't hear great things about them. I'm like, I don't know. They're way up by Stevens Point. I'm like, I'm gonna, they don't have a really, really solid reputation in the marketplace. And again, that could have been only because they're our competition, right? Mm-hmm. Like they might have sure. a great reputation, but in my mind, they're a competitor. Like why deal with them? I didn't know anything about anybody up there. So I called Jason out of the blue. All I knew is like once in a while, he would you know steal a couple of jobs from us because of uh, whatever, mm-hmm. um, the future. And so I called Jason. I'm like, do you want to get together for a cup of coffee? Uh, and now knowing Cowboy better, he just won't... He, I'm sure curious, he was just more, it's like the curious cat, right? Mm-hmm. Curiosity kills the cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just said yes on a whim, like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was a why not, right? So uh, we met at Starbucks and Fond du Lac, sorry, local coffee shops, but it just worked for both of us. Um, and right away I met him and I liked him a lot. I think he uh, got it here too, you know, and then it was, I mean, it was very quickly, it might have been at the first meeting or the second cup of coffee, and it was like, Jason, either we can do this against each other, um, and you're going to do your thing and probably do it very successfully, or we, and we're going to do ours. Did he do like the same thing that Drexel does? Well, they're not a lumberyard holding. They were a panelization company, so they're a factory, and then they had their own construction company. Which is now off-site construction. Yes. Yeah, off-site, off-site construction, site. right? So yeah, they have off-site. Like supply building stuff? What? They, they actually were a, a construction company, so the Blanker family would build homes, but then they would also, in their factory, they would build walls and floors and all that, and roofs, and then sell it to other people. Okay. So they did both. So a little bit of their challenge was how do they separate that, um, which is when we bought them, and you guys know that I'm sure everyone there working there, and I hope this isn't anything to say bad about Blanker at all, I think they were a fantastic company, and still are, a good customer of ours, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, uh, you know, it was very hard to rip them two companies apart. Mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job of that, but that was tough, mm-hmm. you know, being a builder, and being a manufacturer is what it really was. So they're it's a manufacturer. Still, a fac- it's a factory within a building company. It's still very confusing to people locally. I think I, I have mm-hmm. family ask me, like, yeah. weren't you with Blanker? But they're still yeah. over there by, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, so. and they're a construction company. But the, light, the, the few conversations I've had about that, too, the light goes on now. Now sure. it's very, it's they're to see the separation. Like, yeah. oh, and, and I'm like, that's that's what it was all along, you know. Yeah. They were just housing the same building. Yeah, and the manufacturing you know, part blew up, and so did the construction, right. and it kind of got more complicated. Yeah. Right, so it's like we can either, and then it's like we're going to get into this, Jason, but mm. what we have that you don't have is a lumberyard. So mm. how do you get the loose lumber there throughout Wisconsin? We have 46, 
you know, pairs of boots on the ground, you know, girls and guys in the state that already do this. We're going to do this either way. Sure. Mm -hmm. So we can either infuse what you're doing and really bring a different vibe to it and some capital and some cash and to help your family out, I mean, financially as well, mm -hmm. uh, of a succession plan uh, for them. And they can do their thing on construction. You can just stay over here. And I think we both were like, you know, fundamentally, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so that's what we did. Yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, you've probably seen it too, Tim, with uh, the resources of the fleet. I mean, of not five or, you know, a, a fleet of vehicles. Sure. I mean, 150 at your fingertips, you know, to, in, in locations spread out to better service the job sites versus, yeah. okay, well, we're going to have to try to figure out how we're going to get that on the next load, well, you know, versus. Yeah, or drive, just, to, drive the Home Depot in Kenosha because we're four hours away. Right, right. And then build me back or whatever. You like, know. yeah, there was just that, that network that was already set up, right? Mm -hmm. So I think got both companies faster where we wanted to go, much mm -hmm. faster. Yeah. And the customers that would have been tough for you to ever get to. Sure. Right, and we've been fighting for that stick-built component now we can offer both. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my story. So after the first couple of days, what happened? Like, give me your, your guys' version of the story. Do you remember? Like the, it was a blur. Right, the... So it's a blur. I don't think it, was, it was kind I of business as usual, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you were transferred to... So you're up in Amherst, and then what happened? For those that oh, don't know, right? Oh, as far as... Um, well, I mean, that well, was we much need, of a blur. That wasn't business using when you were like, you need to immediately transfer to Berlin. Right. Be, right, right. Well, but then, then, <laughs> then, then, then COVID... But, but you're also working from home. Right. You know, I was yeah, when was it? When when was the announcement was made? Because that started very shortly. So insane. everybody, yes. went, we went into, like, work at home mode, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, um, it was like I everything was happening, happening at the same time. Yeah, COVID. I mean, literally, I remember the, both lawyers. You have these lawyers and attorneys involved in, in these deals. And they both were advising, like, you're not actually going through this, right, with the pandemic. Right. Like, no deals going through right, right now. Because like, no one knew what's going to happen, yeah. right? Are we essential, not essential? Building's going to go to zero, you know, whatever. Sure. And I'm like, I shook their hands. Like, it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. It's a long-term buy. Like, I'm so glad we did. Like, mm -hmm. we'd still probably be on hold, right? So I'm like, I shook their hand on it. Let's do it. So I'm so glad we did. But he said it was one of the only deals that went down in Wisconsin during that time. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was a really strange time. I mean, I thought that things were just going to tail off. Yeah. And with everything that was going on, mm -hmm. the you know, whether the builders were going to slow down, people would start pulling their projects off the market. I, I figured we'd be dead over the summer. That's mm -hmm. what I thought, I guess. And yeah. it was completely the opposite. Well, I said as we went to 32-hour work weeks for a month, we literally should have been hiring people. You know, because like, I right. literally thought, like, we got a rally. You know, I didn't take pay. I didn't take a paycheck for over a month. You know, it's like we should have been gathering more people. It was crazy. Sure. It's been crazy. So you came aboard. It was a blur. Things sort as usual, but new, but different. So what have you learned about Drexel in seven months that people that have been here either 10 years have a hard time appreciating or people like Holden that don't work here? Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, two different perspectives, right? So let's... If somebody's been here 20 years, they don't know what you've learned in seven months, right? Because they've always been here. Mm -hmm. So what are, like, from your outside perspectives, good or bad, of things about Drexel that might be different, unique? Just from your words. I think the, pe I think the people are awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, and I only know Berlin, really. But just, um, and I'm only there two days a week, maybe three sometimes. Mm -hmm. But... Just the, the way it's all set up with the millwork people, the exterior people, you know, uh, 
the gals in accounting, you know, in the finance. Um, Family it was, is, uh, like even yeah, from the first, was, you know, thinking back, you know, walking in for that first time, you know, Berlin, it was like, right. okay, this is going to, you know. All the new guys. Where the, the eyes are going to be on, it was just like, hey, you know, like. And we were a pain in the ass for a while, and probably still are, for a while. Because <laughs> it's different. Because it it, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to translate off-site for people in Berlin that have never worked with mm-hmm. off-site. They but they took it heroically and. Like all right, let's figure yeah. it out. Let's let's yeah. get to the bottom of it, and and yeah, it uh, was pretty quick. I felt like one of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, I, it, it like you're one of us. Everybody looks out for each other. Yep. Um, team. Our, our mentors it, were super awesome. <laughs> right. Who were they? <laughs> Clint. Adam and Clint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adam and Clint. Show yeah. to yeah. you guys. All right. Yeah, good guys. Worked with them for a long time. And with them, too, they were asking us questions as well. And of course. And bouncing yeah. stuff off of each other. And mm-hmm. they're uh, good guys. And, you know, it was it was cool. It was a, it was cool to have it set up like that where we were coming in. Because we were we were busy. We didn't mm-hmm. have time to, oh, let's train you on how we do this or how we, we We've got projects that are live bullets. Yeah, I mean, I, ideal, yeah, ideally, right, you do something like that and you shut down for six months and you reorganize. Yeah. But we have building relationship customers that, that with projects ongoing. Mm-hmm. So that commitment's Just upbeat. Make. It was, I mean, everybody is truly, you know, likes what they, they do. Mm-hmm. They love their job. They love their career or where, where they're going. And yeah. uh, you, you see that every it's day. Rare. It's rare to go into a place like that and not find somebody that right. is like, they don't really want to be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I have yet to meet that person there. Right. Yeah, and you know, we do have. I just got the numbers back. And we don't look at the metrics often, but we do actually have pretty high turnover in our company. Um, it's over fifteen percent. Wow. Um, yeah, it's wow. Because you think like, like family, mm-hmm. but you know, I, and then we even on HPD, right? You always want turnover low. That's all you're ever coach your business school or your thought process. You know, keep turnover low, and and it's not that we're out firing people actively. But if it's their time to get off the bus sure. and that person is in the corner and you can tell they're just not happy anymore, mm-hmm. I don't know if we, we're ever going to chase a, a diminishing factor of turnover. And that, mm-hmm. that's not a threat to anybody mm-hmm. watching, listening, or talking, but it's just, you know, not everyone's always meant to have a 50-year career. And I think if we can assist them to make them happy somewhere, um, and, and I hope everybody retires with every single person that works here currently, mm-hmm. but that's not always the reality. And there's a reality to that of that. That's okay. Sure. I think Actually, the culture... Actually, says if I, fight, if I write a book, uh, which I'm not going to, but if I wrote a book, because you want to have that book when you go to the airlines that, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, that's the book I got to read, is fire people. Sure. I, uh, you know, one of the secrets, I think, in, in the book of Drexel is we're not afraid to fire people uh, based on culture, not based on performance. But I think so many small, medium, large businesses just don't. Mm. And they have a real problem. And you do walk in. And you know five people don't want to be there. Right, right. And I think the the culture that exists here also weeds out. You just don't want to be around that. I mean, if you're not that, if you're not geared or have that mindset of what everyone here that you know is involved and works, it it's kind of like well, it just they want to. It doesn't work. You don't it, get it. it, it you don't yeah, get it. You're like, yeah. well, you're all so happy, but it's all fake because I want to be crabby. I want to fight with yeah. you because I've always fought. 
you know, they fight in their home life, they fight in their life, they maybe fight personally, and they just can't get over that. Right. You know, I've seen that myself. The drama. Yeah, and they're like, well, you guys are just drinking the Kool-Aid, and it's like, you know, you don't, you know, I mean, you're just, fa it's like, no, we're just trying to have fun, so just relax. Right. So what do your what do your customers think, right? Because we have a lot of ongoing customers in the transition. What have their thoughts been? That had to be clunky for them to start. Thank you again. Any customers watch, listening in or watching that are stayed with us? I mean, you're, you're you're both salesmen, right? So I don't know if we said that, but you're both yeah. salesmen mm -hmm. for this, and uh, so you really are the closest to some degree. Maybe our drivers are, but closest to our customers in a lot of ways. I, I think the that transition was 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 taken stride you know they they really rolled with the punches um um and it really was just communicating the the differences of how things were going to function with drexel systems mm -hmm. which w is where amherst the offsite construction mm -hmm. um and then uh, uh the supply end of things so the yards you know the, how that that material was going to come and right. it did the end product is going to be the same it's just going to be a little bit behind the scenes of how it's being done so, right. you know, walking them through that and convincing them of that and yeah, letting them just see relax, it. it'll be fine. And, and uh, I had know. a mixed bag. I had guys that said, because they were so busy, they were like, who decided to do this at the, mm -hmm. the busiest time of the year? Yeah. And then with everything else with COVID going on and um, lead time stretching out and everything, I mean, we were dealing with so much change mm -hmm. at the same time. Through the whole summer and the fall, still are. Yeah, still are. So. so, you took a little different role. Uh, Blinker, your expectations was to go sell and put up numbers to some degree, and then you had project managers inside to manage the jobs. Our um, that you guys learned quickly was our expectations were cradle to grave. You opened up the relationship, you owned the job site, you're a project manager, um, and you handled even the service request. Right, very very different concept. How have you liked that transition so far? How does that change what you do? Do you feel that as a benefit to your customers? Or is it not much of a change? I, I, I think it's a benefit just because I'm always, I always know what's going on with any facet of the job, whether it's exterior, interior, where before I would prepare everything and give it to a project coordinator, somebody to order things. And so that's been the biggest transition for me is ordering following up on uh, billing and those types of things. So it's kind of doing both jobs that we're at Blanker, the sales and the the project coordinator. Correct, right. Yeah, right. So. Um, yeah it, it's been equipping yourself with a different mindset and uh, that uh, um, with the, the crossover of jobs and stuff, uh, there, there was a lot to handle there. Um, but uh, working through the, the the revelation that this is, you know, the cradle to grave mentality works was with the job with American Construction, the Town Place Suites, um, hadn't even delivered anything to the, the product, but the, the amount on a commercial project uh, that's uh, done ahead of time, residential, and that, that's the big thing with offsite construction, there's a lot of questions asked early on before you even step one foot on there. Well, the attention to job site meetings and, and being very involved paid before we even started the project so you know that led to looking at other projects uh, future business and it was like man you know our, our our quarterback you know he's he's there he's invested he's 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 there just not selling it to me and then passing it on they really valued that because it's because no one's doing that yeah um, I, I agree I mean I think there's that 
well, you call it hunter and gatherer, right? So mm -hmm. hunter, or hunter and gardener. So there's two different kind of salesmen. One hunts, hunt, holden, right? So you just go and hunt sales, yeah. right? It's U.S. cellular, I mean, a phone salesman, right? Insurance, you're out hunting, hunting, hunting. And then you have the gardener, uh, which is maintaining their crops. Plant the seed and it's slowly cultivating things over time. And in our culture, we probably, which is you know crazy to say, because we think we are a very sales-motivated company and we are a growth company, you would think we really put in a lot of effort on the hunting and it's really to me a lot more of the gardening but you always have to prospect you also be growing your garden if you will sure. but you have to take care of those crops that you planted mm -hmm. um, and I think those are I do think in, a, in our industry it's a build you know it's a building relationship industry quote-unquote building relationships but uh, no pun intended uh, yeah you gotta make yeah, sure you're, you're going, watering you're not just going from job to job you're vested especially commercial but even residential yeah they do want to work with the same person that promised them things and said things and there were discussions early on right. that ended up later and especially in off-site construction what I learned in off-site construction is is in a lumberyard world it's maybe a, let's use a word an hour of getting a bid and then going and selling it and then it's seven hours on the back end now it's like ordering a car it's seven hours on the front end of getting anything right and then your car just shows up and the more time you put on the front end uh, very detailed, very specific, mm -hmm. different for the builder, things they don't even want to talk about or even realize they do. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do for the sill plate in your garage? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Well, we're going to need to know that because you may not like that with the way we're right. going to send it. Right. So it's uh, asking those questions early and then standardizing that for that builder. That's where that cost starts picking up. Yeah, it's definitely, well, and I think, and I was, think, I was thinking about this um, as far as the off-site construction, it's, it is a relationship, um, you know, sell with, in, the, in that aspect, I think, because you're really, it's not just, you know, anybody can sell lumber or you can offer lumber to lumber like any other lumber yard, but now you're going in and really changing the way they do business. It's a process. Yeah, you're, it's a way you're they selling build. them on a, a system. Consultation almost, right. you know, it's a consultative uh, job. Yeah, I mean, Sean Clayson, Thermatru, hi, Sean, is um, people still buy from people, right? I mean, that's the end of the day. Mm -hmm. they did, in this industry, now, I don't want to go to Amazon. I'm really not buying from Jeff Bezos. But yeah. in this industry, people buy from people, for sure. Yeah. So we're the only ones, now we're getting really technical. We never get this technical. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Holden's going to fall asleep over there. You hanging <laughs> on? I'm, I'm doing good. Usually it's just like stories. Yeah, right. So, so, win, so windows, <laughs> windows and walls. We're the only ones in Wisconsin putting the windows in the walls. So we put the windows in the walls hole, and then we ship it, and then we put it on there. It seems like it's going to break, right? Put the windows like first in the walls? Yep. Well, in the, in the, the machine, our guys, and we have a machine, suction cups, put the windows in the wall at the factory, and then we ship it there, okay? Okay. So a lot of people are like, whoa, only people in the state doing that doesn't work. How many jobs have you done that way? What's the problems of it? What's your thoughts? I could count on one hand. I can't tell you how many projects I've sold offhand, and I'm only six years in. Where Justin's probably got a lot more windows, but I can count on one hand the amount that were damaged from, you yeah. know, whether it's on-site swinging through the. Because that's the first concern or question you get oh, is, sure. is, "Whoa, right. are these things just you I know stress cracks and all that?" Right. And, and you know, people don't realize it, they're not being delivered in that box van or that. Uh, whatever um the well they come in the semi they yeah. come off 
Then we slide them in store them. Right. We slide them back on. Them. But they're not super protected. Then we put in them the... in somebody's garage. Then we put them on a forklift. Yeah. Then we take it up two stories, and then we have a guy from the inside grabbing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like that can happen too. But there's, I mean, so you you sold what ten thousand windows in that in in, in you know how many windows oh. think you put in in walls and shipped? Oh my gosh, that's a that's a. I mean truckloads, right? Yeah, yeah. And truckloads I mean, and truckloads and truckloads and truckloads and yeah, truckloads, right? So I mean, one job, one job can be two and a half trucks. So, right. So I mean, it's, you're it's, talking it's thousands of windows. How many problems do you think you've had? Probably fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean. Right. So have confidence of putting right. windows in the walls. And and, and far more issues. Some of those were probably damaged. Were were damaged even before they they got the truck because that's the thing is we identify you know at the plant when the guys are before they put it in there they're going to put a sticker or a note on there hey the frames crack or or we have a stress crack here they still put that window in and then they'll they'll get it you know changed so you think about it, we actually have it reordered three weeks before anybody else would in right. that system right. or they're going to find it at the job yeah. site so pretty cool stuff really mm -hmm. cool stuff um, and, and and another thing that people you know are we're we're tipping like you said Joel. It, the windows aren't being installed um, flat on the on the, the wall table. It's getting flipped up just like it would be done out in the field Correct. to get a better, you know, and vertically. And vert yep, exactly. And then that that whole wall assembly is then put into place. So, and I've, um, I've seen far more damage just coming from the supplier, from the window company, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. as it gets to right. the plant than than it ever does after the fact. So, and to me, quality control. I mean, it was mm -hmm. a blizzard out on Monday. There were being windows installed in Wisconsin with. Expensive, sticky flashing. Sure. I'm guessing whatever was installed Monday in Wisconsin in the field was less worse quality, no matter who it was, right. than what we did in a controlled site. Right. Well, because and also that person that's out there in those elements is not. They want to get it done, and they're cutting corners or whatever. The temperature stays the same in yeah. in, in uh, at the at the plant every day. We did a lot of tours. I mean, mm -hmm. we take builders through the plant, show them, and I think that was always the most. One of the most impressive parts is just for them to see how much care was taken putting that window in. It was cocked all the way around. Every nail was put in. It was flash tight. It was dry. And, yeah. and they're not out there freezing putting it in. So recently we brought in a quality control team. We walked the plant in like the last month. Maybe you guys haven't even done that. Mm -hmm. I've been out. Yeah, I have been there the last couple of weeks. Amazing mm -hmm. what we've done in just the last two or three months. Yeah. Um, Perhaps even, you can't say quality and pride is too much, right? There's no such thing, um, but um, it's not excessive, but it's, it's a lot. It's impressive. I mean, we have Savannah right now. She checks every single, uh, and then Perry on second shift. Sure. I mean, every single panel uh, gets checked by her. I think it's 15 to 20 checks, and if is, that is it, doesn't go, it goes right back. Is the um, is there a third why. shift? Is it running? We don't have a third shift. We have two shifts. Two, okay. right, right. And um, Perry's shift right. is just about full. So, you know, we went from a skeleton second shift, right, when you, seven months ago with yeah. four or five people. I mean, very skeleton, mm -hmm. right, to about 20 right now. Oh, so wow. we've really scaled up. We'll be going to a third shift, I imagine, fairly soon. So mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Yeah. And, and for any second shift, I do say that now, and I don't know if that's going to go over well, if that's going to stick. Third shift is the, I say third shift's the most important, second shift's the second most important. You know, I, I think in most companies that 30 hour, you know, that everybody says, 
you know, third shift, graveyard shift, no one tells us anything, we're at the bottom of the toilet bowl. I think it's the opposite. You're bringing so much value to our company as a third shift, and you are sacrificing your sleep time and your nights mm -hmm. and bringing a whole, and we're not, and I'm not there. Right. You guys aren't there, right? There is a connection to a first shift, even a second shift that a third shift doesn't get. So I appreciate the third shift guys and girls sure. more than the first, nothing offense to anybody, but mm -hmm. I, I put, yeah, they get paid a premium, but I, I treat them with utmost respect. I mean, I see them maybe once a year. Uh, great guys and girls that work those shifts too. I mean, it's not these, you know, whatever zombies you think they are. Yeah, sure. they're, they're cramming Red Bull. The but graveyard. I'm cramming, but I'm cramming, yeah, 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 graveyard, right? They're cramming Red Bull when they walk in? Absolutely, but we're cramming coffee at 6 a.m. Sure. So what's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. So kind of cool stuff, so that'll be great. What are you guys looking forward to in the future? Where do you see this industry going with offsite? Um, or even the economy. Where do you guys? Where do you go? What's your crystal ball say next year? Two, three, four, five. I'm I'm just um, interested to see what happens in the next couple quarters here, with the change in the office and and uh, politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And how that will affect everything and see how that rolls out. Yeah. See what happens. Inflation's going to be a real thing. Right. Might lead to interest rates increase. That interest could be a rates, very yeah. difficult for building. It can't like stay this busy forever. So, right. Right. Yeah. but if we just keep doing what we're doing and I do think offsite's a valuable option for any economy. So I, I think we're going to be all right. But uh, yeah, the immediate, as far as 21, I think it's going to be what I see, you know, being, I, I am representing residential um, single family as well as multifamily the it, it it's strong in and uh the the need for housing is there um i definitely what interest rates do you know potentially is going to have an effect on that but that you know it would be you know hanging up the economy if we if it if it starts jacking up you know clearly um and i i, I just don't see that happening yeah i mean it does look like most if not all i hate to say all but most builders are booked through summer, fall already. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, even in a way, I didn't see anybody canceling contracts very rarely. So mm -hmm. I think that'll take us at least to fall here in my prediction. So we'll right. see where it goes. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what else you I, 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 I want to talk about billboards. I think we're at that point already, aren't we, Holden? Probably, yeah. Probably, probably. Do you want to have any Packer comments, Holden? Where do you, <laughs> I know you're probably dying to say something. I have money in the box, so I'm happy. Money on the box. That's where you're at. Wow. That hurts. Jets guy. Yeah. That's why. No Jets kidding. guy. Contrarian. Do you even know what a contrarian means, Holden? Yeah. What does contrarian it's mean? It's like wait, all the money's going to go on the Packers, so like, you pick the box because you're a contrarian. Yeah, that's a, that's a betty contrarian, but I feel like you're a contrarian in general. Uh, probably. Yeah, that's fair, right? Or like I like ketchup. No, I love mustard. No, I like <laughs> I know, but you would just what, what, you would what, just say you like mustard if everybody said like it. What what brand? That's brand. Uh, okay, yeah, it is, does matter. Heinz is I was literally just in the ketchup aisle. Name, and I'm like, you know, how barbecue sauce has just taken off. There's like sure. pickles. There's like a hundred pickles, four hundred barbecue sauces. Even to, even growing up for me, Bloody Mary mix. There was like one. What was it? It was a. Uh, what? No, no, the, the name of it was uh, Mr. T's. Yes. Like there was like one or two. Like yeah. now there's hundreds, right? And yeah. Craft beers. Sure. Ketchup, nothing. Name three brands of ketchup. Oh, Hunt's Heinz and then name, name two more. 
Can't use generic. Just the, right. Which can't use generic, yeah. right? I don't know that there is. is I, it? No. I mean, those are the two big players. I think there's right. a market for a craft style ketchup. Put it maybe in a mason jar, huh? Right? No, that's going to be way too hard. It's like just like squeezing it. Yeah, out. but it's the craftsman. Yeah. Then you got to take the spoon. Like you sell it that way. It's so like $2 different. Is it going to be a different flavor? Like yeah, yeah. It's like barbecue. Like it's got a yeah. little something Chunks different. Some tomatoes in it. Yeah. It's I almost think like Heinz might even have that. It's almost like Secret <laughs> Stadium sauce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be made in Wisconsin. It's got to oh, have a cool Okay, that, name. that way, like right. micro yeah, like Bloody Mary sure, mix and like sure. microbreweries and pickles, right? Like, do you like spicy foods? I do. Okay, then, yeah. I feel like most people don't like spicy foods. Really? Yeah. Mm. You may be teenagers. I think you get, I think that's an acquired thing. Speaking of pickles, Famous Dave's Pickles. No. Dude, yes. Famous Dave's yes. Pickles just famous had that. Famous Pickles, the it, devil's. Yes, devil's it's got like, it looks like a little <laughs> pog with like bacon. Yes. That sounds They're intense. Hot. But they are good. They're really good in a Bloody Mary, but they're actually sweet hot. There's yes. a sweetness to them. And the Devil's Spit barbecue sauce is my favorite. Really? Yeah, well, I have to do Uncle Louie's barbecue sauce, which is made by my cousin Barry oh, Banky okay. well, here in Brownsville, Wisconsin. So I buy that by like the case. Spicy barbecue better or buffalo better? Uh, depends on, on what. Um, I don't want to over barbecue anything. Then you got to go buffalo. And you know what I hate in life is boneless wings. That's just a chicken nugget. Exactly. Right. It's just chicken nuggets. It's crap. No right. one should do that unless you're eight years old. Like, you never if, have if you or, I, I Boneless wings? No, I won't eat it. Right. I agree. It's a chicken only, nugget. Only, yeah, only yeah. wings. With People boneless. say, yeah, can I get boneless right. wings? Well, Traditional, traditionalist. <laughs> you guys sell? Do you guys do you guys sell boneless wings? You do, don't you? Though. Yeah. I mean, whenever people like order the boneless, I kind of like. Wow. What's what's your ratio of, of wingless to boneless? I definitely feel like more people take traditional, but we run out traditional faster, so we end up selling more boneless. Okay. Because like I end up having to tell people like run out traditional, he has boneless. Okay. Where is this? Where? where? At PJ Magoo's. Okay. His dad owns it here, in, okay. uh, just south here, about ten miles in Kiwaska. Mm-hmm. Shout out to PJ Magoo's if you want to give us some free beer. Hi, Joel Surway. <laughs> we will take anything we can get. We're desperate <laughs> over here at the pod. <laughs> What's the name of the place right next to Burr, right next to the the Country Burr. Inn? They have the best wings. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a wing connoisseur. And, and is that uh, Wednesdays that everybody Thursday. gets? Oh Thursdays, I yeah. I look forward to Thursdays. I have been eating at the Country Inn since we bought that place in 1999. Love the Country Inn. Mm-hmm. Always was crazy to me. It is literally four miles out of town, Holden. Nothing's near it. They have a wonderful business. Yeah. And then Lance actually bought the Hall, which is a funny story because it was always called the Country Inn. Guy named Lance owned it, and uh, I can't think of the owner's name. Sorry. Is it Barry? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Shout Hi, out Barry. To Barry. Shout out to Barry. Sorry, he's, Barry. He's Forgot. Funny. Yeah, they're nice. He guys. makes every lunch interesting. Right. <laughs> that's how it should be at the country. And if you right. name country, and you got to have an interesting guy. Right. Got to have an interesting. Order. So Lance buys this place in downtown Berlin. He calls it the City Inn. It still is kind of funny. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Makes sense. Cool. That's a good place to eat in Berlin. That is good. Let's call it Country Inn. Country Inn. Berlin, oh. Wisconsin. Berlin, the not Berlin. Is it Berlin like a city though? Berlin's like a town of 5,000. Berlin. 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 How long did it take you to figure out it was Berlin? I don't know. I, I think, think I, I said it right away. Me yeah. too. No, you didn't. I know you said Berlin. 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 It's not Berlin. It took me forever to say it because I was like, Berlin. Berlin. It's Berlin. 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 It's like Berlin. B U R L I N, I would pronounce it. Phonetically, it's not Berlin. If you say Berlin, you say Berlin? like New Berlin, 
Like Berlin? 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 No, Berlin. Your face even looks different. If you go, you kind Ber- of look if you go like Berlin, you gotta say it like an Englishman, like Berlin. They're like, Berlin, <laughs> you're German. in Berlin. Yeah, it is a German thing uh, for sure. Uh, trade, uh, fur trade capital of the world. Do you ever notice in downtown Berlin how like fancy the buildings are? Like there's some mm-hmm. really historic big mm-hmm. that that downtown um, there's that block of the beautiful like Victorian homes. And sure. Some, so that was the fur trade capital of the world. Uh, what made it? Well, the river. Was that, no, I know, but <laughs> yeah, I think it was the river in the huge marsh area. And I think they just had a lot of fur traders in Wisconsin, and they just did a lot of fur trading there. They, there was a glove place when we started there, but that was yeah that that whole all that downtown district was all fur. It was like high-end fur stores for a long time. Until PETA, people like Holden got all mad. Couldn't eat Poor animals. Beavers. <laughs> Poor beavers, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's such a marshy area, you know. Yeah. Huh. For sure. For sure. Do you, and you okay, got, cool. okay, cool. And you guys live where? I'm in Custer, which is just outside of Stevens Point. And I live in Amherst. And you live in Amherst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, born and raised in Amherst. Football team. What are you guys more known for? Football, rodeo, central waters? Like, what's your thing? Well, the last couple of years have been uh, football, football, for sure. Yeah. I mean, with... Uh, one know, in the NFL and another one, maybe? On the way, yeah. Groshek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going to the draft. No, Amherst, which is like a town of like 1,500 people, right? 1,000. Thousand yeah, people. You just sign. added five hundred. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like B five, like B five, B six. Yeah. Cowboys. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, starting, starting center. Center. Yeah. Oh really? Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Which is and yeah, they both went to uh, bat. You know, Badgers. Badgers yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, it's pretty pretty Cowboys. wise. Yeah. Mike McCarthy. All right, let's do the billboard. So uh, tradition here at the pod is. You get one billboard, really big, really high exposure, wow. anything you want on it. So have you ever said yours? Yeah. Mine's always wandering. So That's then, funny. I was, you beat yeah. me to it. I was like, uh, I don't think I'll release that. one. I'll touch yeah, you know. I think yeah. about it. I pray on it. Um, I was going to. And you know, I always go back to the recent, it's a recency <clears throat> bias. Like if I hear somebody's, I always want to use theirs. Mm-hmm. So I don't have one that I have yet. Something to do with God for sure. I'm still on Father Strands when we had him on the pod. What was his? Um, I, th- I believe it was, oh. Is Jesus Real? Are you sure is that? I thought it was something like, maybe you're right. Because his whole thing was, If Jesus is real. Okay, yeah, you're right. right? I think it is Jesus real because he's like, So if Jesus is real, right? Is Jesus real? Because if he is real, and if you truly believe he was a rabbi and uh, lived 2,000 years ago, which all historical evidence says he was, mm-hmm. and if you if you do believe that he was a Christian, died on the cross for your sins, all that stuff, well, doesn't that change everything? If you actually believe he's real, mm-hmm. like that, literally should just rock you to the bone every second of every waking day. You can't loosely believe in that. You can't listen to his readings and be like, well, he was kind of wishy-washy. He said, you know, you kind of skirt the rules once in a while. You can kind of be a half of a Christian. I'm like, yeah, that's a really good one. Like, if I saw that every day, is Jesus real? Like, oh, yeah, I gotta get my shit together. See, I had a couple, of, like, they're like, I'm just like, which one? You know, but you would like the, the belief one. was one of them. Belief yeah, was really good, just like yeah. one word belief. Yep, yeah, just that. And yeah, that might have been was, mine, yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway, so yeah, it doesn't have to be spiritual. Anything could be funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be. We haven't had enough funny ones yet, I feel like. Like, people just haven't went for the funny side. But uh, we'll get there. So, what, what are you guys? Who wants to go first? And, it, and this is about me. 
Or this what, is explaining what, me. No, it, it could be anything. Started. Anything. It could just be the middle finger. I don't care. It's your billboard. We're going to sponsor a billboard. It's going to give huge, like, Super Bowl exposure. What's your billboard? All right, I'll get kind of deep here. Mine would just say breathe. And then explain. Because I think everybody is running the rat race and everybody's um, on edge about Corona or the Packers or whatever's um, beating you down or anything. I think just to... I'm kind of a laid back guy. When you just did that, I was like, just mm -hmm. relax and breathe. Because I do catch myself not breathing yeah. sometimes mm -hmm. when you're busy and you got five projects to get done and, you know, it's eight o'clock at night. And it's so crazy you said that because I'm reading a book right now, Live, Live Like a Monk, I believe it's called. Great book. <clears throat> I was, a guy went away, a guy like Holden went away for like five years and was a monk, like straight monk, mm -hmm. like straw mat, shave your head, wear a robe. Then he got back to normal life, if you call it, um, normal rat race. Then he wrote a book saying, hey, how, how did it change me? How can I, you know, how can you live like a monk? And his number one thing was to de-stress or what he learned as a monk was to breathe. breathe. He said your human body will de-stress and stress based on breathing techniques. And he said it's simply just... Breathe in, hold it for four mm -hmm. seconds, breathe out for four seconds, but you think about it, right? Sports. Theater, you just do that like immediately. It's it like, is immediate. It, it, but you, you have, have to, to do it, right? Yeah, okay, you, you almost sometimes you have to think about it though, because you catch yourself. No, I mean right now, like at Holden, he just got all smile. He was yeah. all worried about some girl that he likes, <laughs> some crush. <laughs> some senior. We won't say any names, that's gonna be really crazy. I can think of a few that you have a crush on, probably. Mm -hmm. um, that would that would be my billboard. That's good. I like it. I like it. No, that's a really underrated thing. <sighs> just a big deep breath. I mean, who doesn't just... A, I mean, even if you're... In, think about when you're in pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Think about like if you cut yourself or serious pain, if you can just... Or a kid. Think of a, a child, right? Just totally emotionally distraught. Just I think tell the better, a good breathe. example of that is this... Um, they... Why... Just a couple of things that you're terrified of happen, like going you know, dying to is, is fire or drowning. Yeah. You know, if you fall through the ice, the, the first thing, like anyone that is showing that actually playing out is yeah. relax. When you get in the water, don't right. panic because if your body goes into right. immediately into gas rare. and, uh, um, yeah, yeah, first get control and then you can assess your situation because if you let it, you're not, you're just going to be, you know, fighting Very yourself true. at that point. Yeah. So true. So, so true. they said even, you know, if you have a serious case of COVID and you end up in the hospital, it is because of your loss of breath. So now you're alone and you can't breathe. And, right. and day mm -hmm. after day of that or hour after hour, minute after minute, not being able to catch your breath is that sheer exhaustion, psychological, psychological horribleness of that. Sure. And like, I totally get that. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. That's great. Mm -hmm. I love that one. So um, mine, I guess... Uh what I'm going to choose is... Uh, um, you got two. Let's do both. You said you had two. Well, I have both. three, actually. All so right, well, three, sure. So we were, we're, we were talking about the, the Believe okay. was the one, and, and, and that kind of ties back to we had incorporated that in our wedding vows. So shout out to my wife, Haley. Um, wow. Believe. Believe wow. in that, that Believe. Uh, um, yeah. It's nice. going to be a good night. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's like, yeah, I, I swear you have that written down. Yeah. Make oh, sure that she's going to love that. Oh, my. Hi, um, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for you know, but it, but it doesn't. It can be religion, um, work, family, just be invested in what yeah. you, 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 you stand for. Faith, all yeah. of it, right. 
and uh, you know to to Tim's and. This that one didn't make the cut, though, Haley. Leaves not on the dance floor right now. Um, well, see, now I'm getting airtime. Like, I can pick three. So, <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, there was uh, um, blessed, not stressed. You know, we got to realize that, you know, we come home and it's like, oh, this is, but really is it? You know, look at things are really, you know, not as bad as they seem. Yeah. I, I, I do think I'm number one strategy right now, it's really hard. John Gordon, who I adore, positive guy, right? Um, Energy Boss, a bunch of other books. He calls them gratitude walks. And mm-hmm. I, I do recommend, I've, I've met with people that are extremely stressed. And just starting your day on a gratitude walk. You name 10 things on a walk. Something about being outdoors and walking and again, probably breathing. Uh, but just being, got to name 10 things that you're grateful for. I mean, if you can walk, if you can breathe, right? Like there's mm-hmm. 10 things you can be grateful for. And it starts your day off in such a better place. So yeah. that's good. And, and our dog, he reminds or anyone that has a dog, that's, yeah. they're just happy to see. I mean, it's a good totally visual. selfishless, yeah. you know, uh, type of mentality, you know. Um, and I also so. read too, it is, and it is true. I've actually sort of whatever tried to write. You cannot be blessed and stressed. You can't be stressed and you just start listing things you're blessed for. It is like virtually impossible. Like so, if any cranked up people here at Drexel, you know, and they're that stressed out, being like, write down ten things you're thankful for. They won't do it because <laughs> at that point they're so stressed they don't want to snap out of it. If they sure. do, they you can't be both. It really softens the mode, but they won't do it because they're just mm-hmm. so cranked up at that minute. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So this so, is the final. This is the only one that has done three. Probably. Uh, I mean, well, no, you only did one. Them two did okay, not. Okay, so uh, play hard, work hard. That's the one we're gonna go with, and or you, and, and you can flip flop it. You know, you know, play or play hard, work hard. Uh, work hard, play hard. Yeah, play hard. exactly. It doesn't the, the the basis for it is is you know you have to have balance and. Uh, um, some people are, you know, to play hard, they, you know, you have to work to get to those, you know, be able to do those things. Um, so there's motivation, but, uh, it, uh, you know, whether it be with family, friends or whatever, you need to have that, uh, um, right. and wide open. You know, in your guys' job and you have a little more flexibility as well as I do at times, um, versus somebody on third shift that needs to build that roof trust that second. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I there's a, a poem that I like and. It, it referenced the fact that true balance is people should not tell if you're playing or working. Mm. They literally would never know if you're, Joel, are you working? You know, and if you're on vacation with me, um, and I've worked less than I used to on vacation, but I, I, I think there are times that people don't know if I'm working or playing, right? right. I think you guys have worked with me a little bit. Yep. There's times at work people don't know, like, is he working or is he just screwing around all right. day? Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it right, no one should really know the difference, right? Yeah. That's yeah. great. Anything else you guys want to address? I don't think so. All right. Well, I love working with you guys. Welcome to the team. Yeah. Thank Almost you. a year with Cheers. us. I'm empty. He's empty. <laughs> All right. That's it, Holden. We're out. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning Thank in. Thank you. Thanks.